We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 107 on Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday. Very happy to welcome in a wonderful woman who joins us every year around this time, right? This no, is, we're this is we're doing we're doing this, this early. This is this early because oh, we're going to have to talk okay. to her twice. Go I ahead, know Julia. we're so delighted. We have Rosalind, Jared Sapolda with us, who's the executive of publicity for the Screen Actor Guild Awards. Hi, honey. Hi, how are you, ladies? We are so good. How- we, we have so much to talk to you about. First of all, um, unbelievable the um, New York Times story yesterday. Uh, uh, on the movie page at the Screen Actors Guild Awards, it will be women first. So we got to talk to you about that because we're excited about the nominations like we are every year. But you guys are really taking a step forward with uh, something, and I think it's important to talk to you about it. Well, we're very excited about it. Um, this is an idea that has been gestating all year. Uh, started when our executive producer, Kathy Connell, and her daughter, her grown daughter went to the Women's March here in Los Angeles. We were we marched here in St. Paul. I remember. Yes. Pictures. <laughs> I mean, we were there. I was there. Yeah, and I mean, it was a powerful uh, experience. Mm-hmm. It was a powerful emotional experience, and there had been so much conversation in the entertainment industry about women's equality creative equality and uh, economic equality, and that conversation has been going on with very major stars. And uh, so the thought became over the year of how can we um, showcase women more, and then um, towards the end of the year, I mean, a lot of issues evolved about women's safety as well. And, you know, SAG-AFTRA, the union has always... Um, been very conscious of um, the, uh, championing those issues for their members. So the idea came together to have predominantly women presenters on the show. And uh, simultaneously, there had been discussion over the years about having a host, and um, we were very blessed to have Kristen Bell accept the offer to host the SAG Awards. She's fabulous. Yes, she uh, is. She's a wonderful actor. Um, and then she
She's um, very funny and uh, happens to be very beautiful. And she oh. can sing and dance. Yeah, well, you know what, Rosalind? Yeah. I mean, you you know, the Screen Actors Guild Awards I mean, and, and the uh, AFTRA, it is the industry's biggest um, union. And I think the statement that you're making as far as, because traditionally it's always been a male and a female actor come out and just present because you have 13 awards and, and no host. But I mean, to, to make the statement that you guys have the backs of everyone yep. that's working you know, in Hollywood, men and women, I, is really to be applauded. And I'm glad the New York Times took the notice because sometimes I feel like you guys don't always get the attention for your award show that other shows do. Well, thank you. Um, I think that the uh, the hope for us, I mean, we're, we're still an entertainment show. Yes. And we are... Um, we hope it will be a very entertaining evening, but we also hope that it will move the conversation forward. Mm-hmm. I, I, and we have fabulous, you know, and it, and we will have men on our stage. I mean, yes. we will have women presenting the actor awards. We will have women um, who will be our surprise guests for the opening "I Am an Actor" story. Yes, which so is we so love fabulous. That. Okay. And. Um, we we will have women um, who will be presenting the Stunt Ensemble Awards during our red carpet pre-show. Mm-hmm. But we will also, as we always do, the uh, nominees who are from the cast of the motion pictures that we um, have nominated cast performances for will be introducing the clips from those motion pictures. So we will have men and women certainly doing that. Yeah. And, of course, our Life Achievement Award recipient is the wonderful Morgan Freeman. Which Amazing. So do, you, do, we, do you know yet or can you tell us yet who's going to be introducing Morgan? No, don't have that info okay. yet. Okay. Oh, okay. But what we do have is an amazing, diverse group of presenters that we're, that we're very proud that our members have selected. Yeah, oh. Not presenters, but um, nominees. Yes, we we agreed. We looked at the uh, the nominees yesterday, and we were just getting you know all excited and really just happy about um, every er, everything we saw. The movie choices, yep. the cast. The, I mean, the different people were. It's just it was different this year and exciting. And I love that Ozark got recognized and the Big Sick and Get Out and. Just a good mm-hmm. mudbound. Mm-hmm. Bird, mud bound. Yes. yes. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Right. Now, Rosalind, do you see all the movies? Are you a big, like, do you go and see all of them? I see as many as I can before nominations. Okay. Um, and I won't go into which, but to be honest, yeah. I still have, uh, we, I still have one of our motion picture nominees that I have to catch up with. And um, I do, you know, I watch a ton of television, as you know. Yes, yes, yes like we do, too. Yes. And so um, I'm, you know, catching up with a couple of the performances for television, but I've seen most most of it there, and I'm, I'm very excited, and I'm very excited about our film nominees and, I, uh, and our stunt nominees. Um, so I hope that 
Um, these films are available in Minneapolis, St. Paul for people to see before oh, yeah. the awards on January 21st. Yes. So it's coming up. They it's will be 38 days away. And yes. you know what? 38 days. Not that we're counting, <laughs> Roslyn. But right. you know, one thing we'll say, okay, of 13 years that Julia and I have gone to the SAG Awards, last year was definitely in the green room. One of the really interesting things and poignant things for us about what we brought back was uh, that the Muslim ban had just happened, and it was had never been... The travel ban. The travel ban. It had never been really heartfelt political things. Here and there you would get a something, yeah. but it was like everybody was united in what they wanted to say, and it really felt like everyone... I don't know, it made me feel good to hear... You know, these people, you know, using their freedom of speech to say it in that room. And mm-hmm. I, we felt lucky to hear it. And and I think it'll be the same kind of situation in the green room this year to be able to hear some really incredible thoughts. Well, I think one of the things that that makes that happen is, well, two reasons. One is it's the actress party in the actress house. True. Yes. So um, the people are surrounded by their peers, their mm-hmm. fellow actors who have all voted, and also that they feel that they are in a room where they are comfortable to express honest feelings. Mm-hmm. And in addition, we don't play people off during their acceptance speeches, yes. so That's uh, right. we encourage them to keep it brief. But at the same time, we let people finish their thoughts. Yeah. And so um, it, that all lends itself to uh, people either being very um, outspoken or political or, on the other hand, very emotional, like yes. Michelle Ali was last yes. year. Yes. Yes. Or just simply very funny, which we've had as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the heart of the SAG Awards. Is what you, you watch the show to to hear and see what people say on that stage. It's, it's the best. It's, it's the best award show. Okay, so people tune in Sunday, January twenty first on TNT right. and TBS, um, and we um, hope to be seeing you, honey. But I heard a fire truck driving by while we were having our conversation. Are you guys? Mm-hmm. Are you guys all okay? Oh, we're fine. It must have been on your end. Oh, okay. oh did you hear it? I heard one, and I, I'm I like, didn't hear it. I was thinking, are you in? Are, it's are you in fire area? I know. I know. It. God, that's been terrible. Well, there's a lot of fires in Southern California. It's, it's um, not exactly where our office is, although our office was closed uh, one day last week because of the Skirbel fire in oh, the Sequoia Pass. Yes. And there are one of our staff members had to evacuate. Oh my gosh! Um, so it's been stressful it's been, yeah. for everybody and and people that everybody everybody knows someone who's affected. It's yeah. very tragic. Even Julia and I know somebody. Yeah, our auntie, auntie Catherine is She's in Carpinteria. Well, we have to go. We got to take a break. Um, absolutely love talking to you. Can't wait to hear absolutely. more. Absolutely. Thanks, Rosalind. Love to you all and and um, and your families and to everybody out there in um, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Have safe and wonderful holidays. Oh, thank you, you. Rosalind. Thank right, you. We'll be right back with random thoughts. One zero seven one. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. We have so much stuff to get through and not a lot of time. And I think one of the things 
That Call need, it stuff, Julia. I mean, so many different topics. I think one of the things to talk about is we have been... Um, you clipped this out, Lori, out of the paper the other day. On a Canadian beach, washed-up oh. human limbs are just a fact of life. With the feet. We've been yes. obsessed with the washed-up feet for several years. Yes. All it, of us at one time or another go, I terrible the... So the 13th washed-up foot came ashore since 2007 when they all started in British Columbia. Like by Vancouver, right, around Vancouver. 70 miles southwest of Vancouver. And so what happens is we were like, when they first started, the feet first started showing up. Be- Either you or Donnie found the foot, yeah. washed up foot story. I can't remember who. Right. And it's just like, but what is you? going yeah. on? What is going on? And they would do the DNA and they'd find out that these were people that had accidental deaths falling in the ocean or waterway or something. I feel like seven years ago, we did more of that quirky sometimes news. Yes, we, we really look for the yes, quirkies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and it caused a hoo-ha in the town because everyone's like, why are Who, these... Who's the serial foot amputator? Right. So, but what <laughs> happens when the body breaks down in the water, um, you break it at the limbs, kind wait, of... Wait, whose body is breaking down the, in the water? These people have had accidental deaths. These are the people's okay, feet well, that are showing up. Okay, you did not say that part of the story. <laughs> You're jumping ahead. You jump from finding feet to chopping them up, and I'm like, wait, there's no, a... No, nobody's chopping them off. There's right? big no. sections no, of the story no that's missing. feet are washing ashore. Wait, from people that, that have... have been identified belonging that, to people who have died... Maybe. Just natural deaths. 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 Right. Well, if you People died have in fallen ash- in the ocean and okay, died and their legs die are showing up. Okay, how do you die a natural death in the ocean, fully clothed with your shoes no, on? You drown. Okay, but is Thank that you, a Danny. natural death? Oh, oh yes. for God's sakes. Well, I'm just why saying, it's not a good off. way. I, it's not the way their I would. feet are coming ashore. But how do they get cut off in the first place? No, Both they're not getting their... They this break is, up, people. They, for God's oh, sakes. Their okay. feet, their bodies are this breaking up in is, the ocean. Well, that's because okay. you are making me nervous. <laughs> for God's sakes. No, it's my fault. <laughs> I'm just trying... I'm listening mind. like someone in the car. Since the first <laughs> severed foot was discovered in August of 2007... Oh. Seven, the cases have caught the attention and imagination of Canadians across the country, okay? And, and us. By 2008, yeah. uh, July, right. five feet had been retrieved in the Strait of Georgia, part of the Pacific Ocean, between Vancouver and Washington State. The 12th foot was just discovered last February. Oh, my God. Okay? A right foot in a black and blue New Balance sneaker, and was another one was just found, okay? Oh, my gosh. 13 20, feet? Yes. At first, people's theories of how the feet came to the final resting spot ran from logical to hysterical. Right. Maybe they died in a plane crash or fell overboard. Some some Your quote-unquote natural I know, deaths. that's what I'm saying. Or they were dumped in the ocean by a serial killer or human right, traffickers. Right, that's what we thought. But in reality, the explanations were far less sinister. The authorities have identified eight of the 12 feet as belonging to six people, and none died by fall play. And what they said now... Foul. Foul, foul. Fall play. Foul. Like fall play when you get pushed off a cliff. (laughs) And here's what... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What happens is that because they're in a shoe, 
with a sock on it, no. people are identifying these easier and they're not breaking down in the ocean. And the apparently shoe, the fish don't want to eat shoes. Yeah, and then the fi- the and shoe then they brings shoe it to the surface. Brings it to the surface. The king tides in this area I'm of so, the world. So I glad you shared so the, the current. In don't, that part of the- no. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It's the current. It's that the part current. of the country. It, it is. Drifts to- but the- all the feet in the ocean go over there. Yeah. <laughs> feet don't fail me now. There's some foul play. Oh, foul <laughs> play. There's some foul play. No foul play. Okay, that I was a tough one. Well, here's something that's happening. I, I hope so. I, I hope there's something happening that's that's better than that story. Right. Well, we're gonna. How do you feel about zip lining across the Mississippi River in the middle of the winter? I I don't feel like good about that at all because if I fall, I feel like I weigh enough that I could crack the ice. Well, it never really freezes in Mississippi. Okay, well here's it doesn't what's freeze solid. It does, but it's only, you know, okay. an inch at the most. Yeah, so I, I would fall through and drown, just, and yeah. that'd be it. And then your foot would wash ashore in, in Canada. In, in, in Canada. Canada. But it would go and that'd be part of Mississippi, this Mississippi, and then it would come over and up, but you'd have on a pretty shoe. That's well, right. She would have on a lovely shoe. I could shoe. have on my glitter kids. She could, and her toes would be polished. No, but are they going to let people do that? I'm shocked that they right. let people yes. zip line oh. over the Mississippi. A chance bucks. to buzz 100 feet over the Mississippi at speeds of 30 miles per hour the, during the 10-day Super Bowl live event. Oh, okay. Does it say where, Julia? Yes, it's going to be, you're going to start at Nicollet Island. Oh. And you're going to go across Nicollet Island, I want to say like... Oh, oh that's um, a short stretch. But right, right next to the Hennepin uh, right. Avenue Bridge. It's like but 700 it, feet. Yeah, but isn't there it's like... A big falls right there, a uh, dike or a dam. Can I finish the just, story? Yeah. I would like to read the rest of it because but it's a dangerous spot. You're going to soar 750 feet across the ri- <laughs> river. A portion of the river sits just above the lock and dam set against the grain belt sign. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Guthrie, what if U.S. Bank Stadium itself, toward the toward the west, upriver, and the rest of the well, city. Well, somebody's going to make money on that, and uh, I say let the out of towners do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I I am going That's for the to take out-towners. a break. No. I'm going to go get Those two feet. stories somehow are connected, Julia. I know. I know, because someone is going to fall. All right, Kenny's here at the traffic. Yeah. This- Fanfare, Chris Hewitt uh, with the Star Tribune uh, is with us. We're going to talk movies and one play, and then we're going to just talk about Hollywood in general. I just noticed Selma Hayek on your dais there. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you read her, that harrowing op-ed in the New York Times yesterday? I did. And did you read the beautiful Vogue piece by the late Philip Seymour Hoffman's widow about... Yes. Oh, that's a beautiful piece. It kind of reminded me of the Selma Hayek one in terms of like how candid and yeah, yeah, and Selma's and her career never went anywhere after Frida. It's kind of true. And Harvey put the you know what out on her, and then he responded today. Okay, that's the the worst. And he said Frida was bisexual, and her boyfriend at the time. He doesn't uh, disagree that he harassed her. (laughs) He did all these other horrible things. He just wants to point out that. The unibrow yeah. was distracting. Right, yeah. oh. exactly. So Chris Hewitt, yeah. so one of the things, you know, we we are hearing about, you know, all these women and men coming forward and, and um, with what happened to them in Hollywood. And Me in hindsight, stories. the Me Too stories. In hindsight, when you're looking back at some of these women that have come forward, can you see 
I mean, at the time, did you wonder why isn't Selma Hayek in continuing to do movies, or do you did you ever think like? Well, what? our eyebrow moment was Paz de la Huerta being so wasted at that one yeah. SAG Awards and saying you people don't know what I've done for these parts, and she was like really upset, and we just thought she'd had too, too much, much to, to drink, drink. But and, it was and, and her colleagues also dismissed her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're just, I just when people disappear, I just always assume they have coke problems. Oh, but, oh gosh! Like, Look at you. With, we never would even think that. That's well, just that's like, a I mean, a lot of times that, I think yeah. that's the that's, case. Yeah, like Stephen Dorff. I uh-huh. think there might be some reasons we didn't yeah. see a lot more. Well, we did see a lot of him, but a lot more of him acting. But um, definitely, I mean, like the Harvey Weinstein thing. There were always stories about what a jerk he was. It just wasn't clear that what, his jerkiness extended in that area. Yeah, but I think we've maybe talked about this before. That even so, when Kevin Spacey shot the movie Iron Will, am I repeating myself? Up in, in Duluth, Duluth. Mm-hmm. in '96, mm-hmm. let's say yeah. it was '98, mm-hmm. I think. Even down here, I was hearing stories, stories about the run of production assistants who were about 19 years old, who he was going through like oh, one geez. a week, mm-hmm. how awful he was to mm-hmm. them, and there was no sexual thing attached to that. But it isn't a big leap. Well, to- I, and a friend of mine worked on that movie as an extra. Oh. And he said yeah. he was just a complete a-hole. And he wasn't even at a point in his career where he could no, get away with exactly. being one at that point. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I imagine his true colors were already being shown. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about some movies that are out because we okay. do want to escape. Uh, we like to escape in December to movies. A lot of good movies open up. And and some of these have been nominated. Let's. Can we just start with three billboards outside I mean, Missouri, because yes. that's gotten Golden Globes and a say. Critics' Choice, mm-hmm. everybody. So what do you... If you like Frances McDormand, which, who doesn't? You gotta go. It's, okay. she's, the movie is mostly her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> you had such a pause there, and I'm looking at Lori, I'm like... Well, we like, I like Frances in movies. I She's a real pill at awards shows. She's a oh, real well, pill. Yeah. I don't think in that's her milieu at all. Yeah. No. no. Okay, so when you said that, but in, as as acting, she is fantastic. Yeah, and I, I actually, I think uh, maybe she's gotten more over it over the years because I actually interviewed her a couple times and she was delightful. Delightful. Maybe times. it's kind of become, maybe it's a cranky um, menopause thing. <laughs> well, I don't think she likes putting on snazzy clothes and she uh, doesn't wear makeup. And I know, but. So those events are probably kind of the no, worst possible you, you torture for You gotta play the game. You gotta, you gotta play, play the game. game. Come on. But, All right, so, so the movie, is, anywho, it, yeah. is it you like it just for her? Not just for her. Sam Rockwell is really good in it, too. I think the movie has some problems. My friend said it was bizarre. It's a little odd, and it goes farther (laughs) than you would think it would with its concept, which is she's this woman whose daughter has been murdered, and she feels she lives in this small town of Ebbing, Missouri. Mm -hmm. She feels like the local cops have not done anything to try to solve the murder, which has been unsolved for something like a year. So she puts up the billboards. She erects these three billboards of the title and then conflicts with various different people in town, including Sam Rockwell, who's one of the cops, and Woody Harrelson, who's another of them. I'm not, yeah, I'm going to wait to see this one until it comes out on. You can't, I don't think you can sell us on it. Nope. Let's go to Lady Bird. Yeah. Because Julia did see that. I haven't seen it yet. I love that movie. Did you not love it? I liked it. Okay. You high ex- expectations too high? None. 
I'd really. She thought her friend she went with thought it was going to be about Lady Bird Johnson so planting the highway flowers. Uh, so did I. <laughs> That's a problem. She, you're such a brat. I hate you right now. Who is that girl that works across me? She's my sister in law. Can you the, believe it? She bugs me so bad heard. right now. But you did. <laughs> I think really. That. I thought it was just a little. Like Jackie was. I never saw Jackie. Oh. Okay, well, that was even, actually about Jackie. But Chris, right? I mean, can that many critics be wrong? We don't, sometimes with Julia, when she, if it's more than 90 minutes, she just automatically <laughs> doesn't like it as much. I don't think it is more than 90 minutes, well, actually. Then you it's think around she 90 minutes. It. <laughs> but it is hard to shift your expectations. When you go in thinking it's going to be one thing and it turns out to be another thing, that'd be a tough one. But it's a coming of age story between a, a, a girl and her mom, basically. Is that the right way to describe it? Correct. She yeah. is a uh, kind of a melodramatic teenager played by Saoirse Ronan. She's amazing. No I'm going to just say she's She really is. She'll amazing. be nominated for an Oscar. I thought it was, I wasn't in the mood for the heaviness of it. Oh, well, it's, which everyone thinks it's a comedy. It is a comedy, but right. there is, I mean, <laughs> Maybe relationship. I did you go to the same movie? You're, no, you're not wrong. Donnie, I take back my thing that your movie opinions mean nothing to me anymore. <laughs> Julia's movie opinions mean oh, God, nothing to me anymore. <laughs> Julia. Wait a minute. No, you're saying The relationship this. with her mother is very charged. Oh, my and gosh. And difficult. And a lot of the comedy comes from the fact that they are maybe too much alike, or we're not exactly clear why it we is that no they butt heads. Yeah. But it also gets really sad. And the and the mom does something that, to me, is, like, unforgivable. Unforgivable. She mm-hmm. gives her daughter the silent treatment for days at a time. I don't think a parent can do that. Yeah. yeah. So that is kind of a difficult thing to watch, I think. But Is that Laurie Metcalf? Yes. That's Laurie Metcalf, who's also going to get nominated for an Oscar. And Saoirse Ronan's great. She's kind of a music theater head. So there's these scenes of her in a production of Merrily We Roll Along, which is totally after the Sondheim Nerds yeah. art. Okay. Uh, it's, it's pretty I, delightful. I, I see got it. some good... I had some good giggles in it. Okay. I, I really thought she's amazing. She really is. And, and Timothy Chalamet, who is going to get nominated for an Oscar for Call Me By Your Name, the young actor in mm-hmm. that movie, when is it, also in, in this one. This one, yeah. In Ladybird. When yeah. is Call Me By Your Name opening? Because we want to go to Italy uh, with Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet. Well, you could probably do that without seeing the movie, right? I could, but I mean, just Wait a minute, how in between. Do, oh, Julia Invite won't have her passport until the middle of February. It's her only way <laughs> oh, okay. to go to Italy right and now. So postpone. <laughs> I keep forgetting to mail it. <laughs> Oops. Um, I think it's not till January. Oh, not till truth. January. It's here? always away. Yeah. Is Justice League as bad as they say it was? That yeah, it Ben Affleck is. is just a big wooden. He really Bad seems flag. like he doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Gal-, Gal Gadot is still pretty charming as Wonder Woman, but there's only much she can do. And the treatment of Superman is really weird. Yeah. And plus, you heard about this whole thing where they had to reshoot scenes and he had a mustache and they wouldn't let him shave it off. So they, you can uh, kind of tell. They CGI'd a clean-shaven face on Henry Cavill. Superman, would... it's so bad. And it's he so does bad. look weird in some of the scenes. Yeah. Let me ask you. Okay, so okay. we so, just learned about the whole Disney, Disney Fox. Fox thing. Mm. Isn't that... Too much to be joined together. It seems like it. I mean, Why they, people... they're talking about antitrust yeah. investigations already, aren't they? I hope so. I haven't seen any of that. I've just seen a lot of, you know. We're more worried about net neutrality. Yeah, we are. But yeah, it right. does seem like that's going to squelch some creative. And they've already, in some ways, moved toward it with like the Marvel franchise, which was Fox, but is now sort yeah. of part of Disney. And so. we're going to need a flow chart, just like we did for Star Wars. Uh, Holly drew us out. A, we still have it. 
of the movies because oh. we can't keep track of what movies are what. I know. Like, How the new one is, is not a sequel to the one that came out last no, year. Right, it's a sequel is, to the one that came out the year before. Yeah, and, I mean, it's just, you need a flowchart. Or you, you just do. go in and get your popcorn and enjoy Okay, now wait a minute. Or I might not be interested enough. To see, you're not going to go see The Last Jedi? It's three hours long Oh almost. my gosh, no. It's the longest Star Wars movie ever. Oh, Here's the thing. It's directed by Ryan Johnson, who made go. Looper, which I love. I don't I'll believe you, go. Chris. You no, no, you're going to totally go. I'll go, but I better carve out a chunk of time. Well, <laughs> take That's all I'm saying. Take a day off work. Exactly. <laughs> Are you going to go see The Post? When that Will that oh. get a pre-screening here? It has already. Oh, and it I has. Didn't, I didn't get to go, unfortunately, but it, it has screened here Is already. Is that Christmas Day? Opening? Uh, is it Christmas Day or the 22nd? Or the, it's one of the two. Okay. I think it might be the 22nd, actually. What day, Donnie? The 22nd? No, I was saying you got to take a break. Oh, we got to take a break. Yeah. Oh, we just oh. like to talk to you. We could just... All right. Me too. It's time to talk Okay, we're with uh, Chris Hewitt. We're talking movies and Hollywood. We'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Oh, my gosh. Oh, overheard in the studio in the during, room. during the breaks. Yeah. I You're said, funny, Lori. I know. Thank you. You both are. She's oh, funny. Chris, you do. You have enjoyed our banter for a long time, <laughs> I have you? Because Chris actually comes in studio and he almost unfailingly brings us Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Every, it's been 15 and a half years, I swear. Mm, it's a lot of Twizzlers. It, it is, is a lot, lot of Twizzlers. And a lot of love. <laughs> and okay. a lot of As seeing our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're interested in getting your take on a few things. The okay. Hollywood speak from um, the Hollywood guy, if you will. Okay, so Golden Globes 2018. This is the style report. Supposedly, it started with just a small group of actresses just tell, sharing with each other. They were going to wear black at the Golden Globe on the red carpet. And now they're calling it a movement and that women will, that pretty much all the women are going to wear black dresses to protest sexual harassment at the Golden Globes. I love it. I only, I hope they only do it for that one though, because I'm sorry, fashion is a fun part of the thing as an, as an observer, as a watcher. Yeah. The red carpet won't be as fun if everyone's in black. Well, but I mean, maybe it'll make the details pop even more because it won't. It, it won't. won't. I can't. But but I think everyone who loves a black dress, which you and I, how many I know, black dresses Lori, but, do we have but, between the two of us? Let's be real. I mean, women do love their black dresses, but I think that um, I think the stylists are going crazy if oh, this is true. Uh, but that, how many stylists would have already selected gowns? Do you think that people? have a good idea who's going to be nominated for a Golden Globe? Well, that happened last week. Right, but I'm just saying it's only been one right, week, so I don't right. think anyone is going to be like, yeah. oh, they've already picked a gown. Do we know where this started? No. It, with some it's got eight, Jessica Chastain's fingerprints well, all it's over. Got, it, it says a few A-list actress, mm-hmm. actresses started that could the be her. And, and yeah. no specific names. Yeah, so like this that. is just maybe a rumor, but the Screen Actors Guild Awards is going to be hosted for the first time ever by Kristen Bell and mostly female uh, presenters. Oh, they've gone away from all female. I had heard all female. It is, but uh, in the movie when they when they do the they uh, have the ensemble. they have the cast come out when to nominate the, the films. Oh, right. And they have is, who's ever attending and just they, five. Yeah, just okay. five people. So there will be, but otherwise, yes, the other um, acting awards will all be just female presenters. Is there anybody like for say for instance an autumn or whatever who doesn't look good in black? 
Or does everybody look good in black? I love it okay. that you do autumn spring. Okay, wait that's a so okay. autumn spring. So I'm a child of the eighties. Oh, that's hilarious. Totally. I think what everyone, your parachute? I think everyone looks good in black in black. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, you want to know pale, you do right, but you want to know what? That is a very good point. I'm just saying. I hope that this doesn't continue for the entire awards season. Oh, I, I don't think it, it feels will. like morning. Yeah, it I, feels I, like morning. Maybe they're just going to make it be a point. To me, I thought this would be the year that people would be welcoming color. Uh, no, but be welcoming. What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Easy because, questions. Yeah, uh, will you tell us about the time you were assaulted, molested, right. or sexually attacked? Oh. I mean, you know what I mean? That's Enjoying not, the fashion this year more than the death. They, that they have in the last couple of years with Ask Me Something Else. Right. I always, Oops. I kind of, I there's not that much time. I do want to know what they're wearing. So do well, I. And I thought you were going to say they were wearing black to protest the fact that the Golden Globes didn't nominate any female directors when there were so many well, we legit could, candidates We could call it that. Let's, let's there continue were, that. That was the kind of, the. I, but you know what? We know the Golden Globes. They are there yeah. for the party. They're ridiculous. Who are the people that can mix and mingle in the room? And Yeah, they think fun. Get Out is a comedy. So. Yeah. They probably think Lady Bird is about Lady Bird Johnson, too. Yeah, I know. Be quiet. Oh, dear. Sorry. Oh, dear. Be quiet. How about, did you, uh, do you know about this, um, did you ever read the Hannah Kent novel, Call Me, um, not Call Me By Your Name, it's called Burial, Burial, Burial Rights? Did you read that book? No. Did any of us read that book? I know Julia didn't, Donnie didn't. <laughs> anyway, Jennifer Lawrence is going to be starring in it. Uh, it's, it's it's about the Icelandic, 19th the last, century the, Icelandic murders. No, that she's the last woman to be publicly executed in Iceland in huh. 1830. Wow, that's a good dress. Yeah, yeah, she killed two men and set fire to their home. Wow. And so... Um, the story takes place as she awaits confirmation of her death sentence. Hmm. So kind of like that one Miranda Richardson where she was the last woman hanged in. Yeah. In oh, uh, England. But it's Let's... a it's a 19th century tri- true crime drama. I don't know. I think it sounds good. And the director who's doing it did Call Me By Your Name. Oh, he's a fantastic director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He made I Am Love, too. Luca Guadagino. Oh, my favorite director. Mm-hmm. He's so fantastic. Here's he's worked I... with Tilda Swinton a lot, too, so maybe she'll get to be, you know, she's, the older sister. She's, like, so Icelandic-looking anyway. She right. She's, yeah. she's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Okay, I have a question She might for not you. look that great in black. What about that? Would Tilda we Swinton? saw her wear black. We saw her wear a beautiful uh, Lambom trash bag one year. Don't oh, you remember? I remember that one. Don't you remember? Don't you remember the bright yellow thing she wore yeah. one year? But the black trash, I mean, she made it look good it was like god that looks like a fancy trash bag and someone's like it's a ball that might have been the year she won for michael clayton actually i remember that dress yeah yes okay so here here this was just announced today um Mm. do you like those live performances like um of greece and um you know when the tvs do the live performances of musicals and musicals i've only seen a couple but i did like tell us which one you did because we (laughs) want to make fun of you for liking that i'm trying to think i think i like the hairspray one, yeah. I well, thought that's that was hard pretty good. not to like. That's a good one. But so, you know, Fox is doing a Christmas story live. When is that happening? Sunday, December 17th, this Sunday. I'm my DVR is set to tape it because my beloved Maya Rudolph is in it. I love oh. her. And I actually think it's going to be funny once I heard the cast. I mean, it's okay, a funny cast. Okay, who's in the cast? Well, in the cast, I don't have that story. <laughs> 
But I'm going to tell you about another part of the story story of your life. (laughs) You brought her a casinette. I hate her. There are other good people in it, but I can't think of the Thank you, Donnie. Yes, Jane Krakowski. We like her, too. Right. But I'm going to tell you really what the point of my my thought is. Do you know that legs wash up? No. Um, Fox, during this live performance on Sunday night, they are going to have a live two and a half feature commercial staging 150 dancers and it's going to be for the greatest showman so it's going to be zach efron it's going to be um hugh jackman zendaya zendaya i thought it, it's Zendaya. Zendaya. zendaya i said it right yeah you did say it right i Jaya. would like you to say that again zendaya you got it right julia thank you <laughs> donnie tape that um so anyway no. it, they're gonna do a live commercial for their movie isn't that brilliant Okay, I don't want to pee all over your enthusiasm yeah, for this movie. Yeah, I think movie. that sounds like it could be a disaster. Is the movie bad? I haven't seen it, but have you heard the deal about no reviews are going to be allowed to be oh, released no. until the day it oh, opens? Oh, no, that's bad. That is not a good Why sign. Why would they do that? Do you spend all that money and time and make a crappy movie? That's how you can Hollywood speak. The fact they're doing a live commercial for this movie could be the Hollywood speak that it's going to be bad. That's so desperate to do that. Do you know how much work that is? I always thought it was fun. I, I do think it's kind it's of a innovative. fun idea. I think it's cool. But I yeah, a I lot could... of room for error, a lot of room for like wonderful things for we, the Twitter audience. <laughs> I mean, it's a way to make an, uh, someone, an ad into an someone event. Someone got into her body today. I don't know who it is, the Wicked Witch of the East or the West. I can't decide. <laughs> oh, well. But really, they are not letting <laughs> any reviews on this? That's what, that's what I read, is that the embargo is the day it opens. And of course, it's Fox. Hmm? What does that mean? 20th Century <laughs> Fox. Is it, I'm just saying. Well, it's on Fox. Closing the deal before the movie opens. And 94% of the audience wants to see, see it. I want to see this yeah. because of the good. singing and the dancing. Right. Well, you know what? It could be wonderful and it could be like... Horrible at the same time. Like glitter. <laughs> and maybe they don't know what they have. There's that possibility too. You know, glitter. Yeah, so I bad, remember it's so glitter. Good. Lori, I don't know if I thought it was so good. But... Or, or burlesque. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ugh. Wait a minute, Lori. So good, it's bad. Lori, you've so bad, it's good. Seen glitter. I have seen glitter. You have? Yes, Joya. Who's in it? Mariah Carey. I know. I was just testing. Jeez, honestly. <laughs> Got her. All right, she did get me. <clears throat> we have the giggles. How about um, this one? Thanks for bringing the sugar, by no. the way. Oh, you're welcome. Just to amp up those giggles. Seth Rogen to play Walter Cronkite. What? In Newsflash, yes. uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, it's going to recount the events as television news stations race to report the facts of JFK's assassination in Texas. Oh, where he cried on camera. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm excited a, about this. Yeah, that's I'm something. intrigued, and I don't know a thing about. And all if of that. you've watched all of the Crown or part of the Crown, we see you know the John F. Kennedy assassination and how riveted and everyone in Britain was watching their television that was following all the I mean, the TV stations here mm-hmm. about the news. Because remember, this is back when there were just three stations. Yeah. Things didn't, you know. It happened on my birthday. It did. Oh, jeez. So, all right, Seth Rogen, that's a serious role for him. Then. I know. He's yeah, excited. I mean, he did that superhero thing, but has he really done anything that was sort of a dramatic change of pace like that? I, I know, but like I hope he, he lays off the puff puff when he's, you know, memorizing his Walter Cronkite lines. Yeah, I don't think Walter Cronkite smoked weed. Well, yeah. who knows? Who I mean, knows? Cary Grant dropped acid. Of yeah, course he who knows? <laughs> and, and back to his original thought, if like, the Hollywood actor disappeared... They're, they're Coke doing problem. Coke problem. <laughs> oh my God, I love you. Thanks, Chris Hewitt. <laughs> Thanks, and Chris people Hewitt. can read him in the Star Tribune now.